Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Fucked If I Know, the podcast. Today we are talking about relationships, which is something that I haven't spoken to you guys about a lot. Um, but I had a request, a request for a relationship podcast. And if you guys shoot me a message on Instagram and ask for a topic, then that's fucking brilliant because I very often record podcasts for you guys specifically. Um, but I have had a request in regards to calling in your dream person and how you go about that. And what I did to call in my partner, Billy, um, how I kind of processed going through a long-term relationship breakup and all of the things there. So I thought, fuck it, now is the time to share with you guys what I did to manifest my dream man. Um, So for those of you who don't know, before I met Billy, when I lived in Australia, I was in a long-term relationship for six years and it was a really great relationship. Everything was cool. We got along like a house on fire and most things were pretty aligned, but um, I really wanted to move overseas and he really didn't in a nutshell. I went overseas for my best friend's wedding and I just had this huge kind of mental revelation at that time that I really wanted to move overseas and he didn't want to go and it was enough of a value for me, a strong enough value for me to want to end the relationship if he wasn't prepared to compromise and just try it. So obviously there's a lot more to that. There is so much into that story, but it's a few podcasts back. Um, I speak about that in depth, Um, but basically, you know, we did end up uh, ending the relationship and I moved overseas. I'd always wanted to do it ever since I was 16 years old. And it came to a point where uh, it was a big enough yeah, value in my relationship that I thought, I don't want to get to 80 years old and look back on my life and wish that I had done it. And a lot of my friends were doing it as well. And I was just hella jealous because it was something that I'd always dreamed of. And I thought, I'm never going to get the chance to do it. So I did um, very painfully rip that bandaid and break that relationship off. And it was really fucking hard, guys. Like um, when I do share this story, I always like remind people that it wasn't an easy decision for me to make it was very very difficult uh it was hard for obviously both of us it was hard for my family for their family because we had such a close relationship as well um but at the end of the day you know to summarize all of that pain um i had to do what was right for me and at the end yeah, at the end of the day you have to do what's right for you as well um you are the only person you have to answer to at the end of your life right on your deathbed the only person left is you and do you want to look back on your life and wish that you had done differently so i'm not going to be the person to tell you to break up with your partner but if things are not in alignment anymore if they are not energetically aligned if you are compromising a huge part of who you are to be with somebody then i mean you know what my opinion <laughs> you know what my opinion is but i know it's easier said than done um, but i have done it before so if you ever need to chat to somebody about that then just hit up my instagram dms because i know how difficult and lonely that can be but anyway let's flash forward to um then calling in my dream partner, right? So something really hilarious is that when I was calling in my dream partner, I sat down and I wrote a list of the attributes that I wanted them to have. So not just physical attributes, but um, personality traits and how I wanted to feel when I was with that partner. That was the most important bit because I had seen so blatantly what I didn't want in a relationship. It was very easy for me to look at what it was I really wanted to call in. And that big one was happy to move overseas or already lives overseas where I want to go, which was United Kingdom. 
So a huge value on that list was happy to travel because I was just sick of having this fight over something that meant so much to me. Travel's been in my life since I was 13. I've traveled solo for my whole life. Um, even when I was little, I used to fly to Perth to see my dad by myself, like as like an eight-year-old. So I've literally done it forever. So it was such a huge value to me. Um, another value was that I wanted them to be open to me having a really crazy career, one that was a bit inconsistent, a bit wild, a bit all over the shop, and them to support me through that um, and to oh yeah just to support me through it and just believe in me and be my number one fucking fan that was huge Um, I also when I was manifesting Billy into my life I wrote down that I wanted them to be a mixture of um, Babish from Binging with Babish the YouTube series and if you go and look up with the guy from Binging with Babish Billy looks exactly like him which is very bizarre because I wasn't into the baldies until I met Billy and he's a bald-headed man and he's just gorgeous so it was really funny that I wanted I put this element but also Babish obviously cooks binging with Babish is a cooking show and Billy loves to cook so I didn't even write that down um but I fucking hate cooking so it was amazing that he came into my life um and um, so a mixture of binging with Babish and the guy from Fifty Shades of Grey and I'm just like really hoping that my family aren't listening to this right now because I wanted a spicy boyfriend um, but I also wanted somebody who was good with their money um, and didn't have a problem talking about money because I love talking about money I love talking about positive money mindset I love having money I love sharing money I love spending money um, I think it's a really beautiful energy in the right hand so I really wanted somebody and that character represented somebody who was good with their money um, and smart with it and stuff as well. And so it's pretty crazy because that's literally who I called him. Now, there were other things on that list, like likes to slow dance with me in the kitchen, likes to go on adventures with me, um, takes care of themselves, you know, like uh, goes to the gym, doesn't have to be like hella fit, but just takes care of themselves and a bunch of other things. I have to find that list somewhere one day. But when I met Billy, I met him on Tinder and I never expected to meet my dream man on Tinder. That is not how the Disney the Disney cartoons <laughs> told me it would happen. Um, and that's a huge fucking whole topic, isn't it? Around how Disney has, and Disney and films have influenced the way that we think relationships should start and the way that they should look. But I was really adamant that there was no way that I was going to meet my person on Tinder. I was like, no, they have to, I have to meet them in person. We have to have some crazy meeting story. Um, and FYI, I met a couple of guys in between my long-term relationship and Billy, and we did have a crazy meeting story and that fucking went to absolute shit, did not work out. So sometimes a crazy meeting story is not always a good indicator of how the relationship will turn out. Not that it won't, you know, not to say that it won't, that was just my experience. Um, But I really was adamant that I wasn't gonna meet somebody on Tinder. And I was actively blocking the possibility of meeting somebody by by being really strict on this. Me like, no, I have to meet them organically. It has to happen in person. Um, and my coach at the time, you know, kind of called me out and was like, what's the big deal? Like, why are you resisting this so much? And I had this whole story in my head around, I have to meet them in person. He said, why don't you just change your energy, shift up the focus on what you're trying to call in on that space and just fucking give it a try. And I was like, all right. So I moved into, I moved up to Edinburgh and I didn't know anybody in this city. I had a couple of housemates, um, but I didn't know anybody. So my intention when I went on Tinder and uh, what's the other one? Hinge went on Tinder and Hinge was to meet people, to go out for drinks, to see my city, to feel a bit in my feminine and be treated because I love to be treated. Who doesn't ladies? We love to be treated. Um, And I just really wanted to connect with people. And when I saw Billy on Tinder, saw that he was a creative person as well, I initially was a bit like nah (laughs) because I had never had a creative partner before and from what I had experienced with other creative men it was like uh 
bit wanky, right? Bit up themselves. I was like, nah, not for me. And when Billy and I first started chatting as well, he was actually a bit cocky, a little bit up himself. And I was like, you know what? This guy seems like a bit of a dickhead, but I will. But he seems cool as well, you know, and he seems quite cool. He's a bit, bit, bit good looking. So we'll go out for this date anyway. Lo and behold, we own a house together. I live in Scotland with him. I moved across the world to live with him after the pandemic, a whole story there. And, and here we are. But the thing that I want to talk to you guys about when you're wanting to manifest your own dream partner into your life is that you need to focus on yourself first and you need to get really fucking clear on what your values are and what your boundaries are and what you stand for first. Because if you do not know what you stand for and if you do not know what your boundaries and values are, you're not going to be able to identify red flags for you when you do meet people. You're going to meet anyone and everyone. You're going to invite them into your life and they're going to step on some toes or trigger you or push past a boundary. And if you're not clear on what those things look like, then you're not going to know how to call them out. You're not going to actively stop those people. You're actually going to be like an open magnet for all of these crazy people to come into your life that aren't a fucking vibe. So the first thing that I really did when I was ready to call somebody in was work on myself first. I really got clear on like, what were my values? What did I want in a partner? And how did I want to feel in the relationship? Not just all about them, because let's not forget it's a two person relationship. Like it's not just about them. It's about you too. How do you want to feel in your relationship? How do you want that experience? What do you want that experience to look like? Do you want to feel liberated do you want to feel free do you want to feel um, excited do you want to feel treated do you want to feel in your feminine do you want to feel like you can co-create together do you what is it what would you like to feel in your relationship and this is one of the most important things because if you start to go I want to feel independent but still you know in relationship I want to feel surprised and delighted I want to feel spontaneous I want to feel whatever you need to start embodying those things in yourself now sans partner without the partner male female whatever without that other person you need to understand how you want to feel and you need to go and do that so from a manifestation point of view and an energy point of view we know that energy energy attracts energy like attracts like so if we're sitting here saying i want to be independent in my relationship and i want to be this and i want to be that and you're actively not embodying those values and those feelings now you are not an energetic match for that person in fact you're just going to call in people that are literally the opposite you'll call in clingy people you'll call in jealous people you'll call in boring people you'll call in people who aren't motivated they're not inspired you're literally going to call in whatever energy that you are exuding out into the universe and that comes to that whole like desperation thing too you know people always say and it's the most infuriating thing like you'll find someone when you're not looking and I know it's so fucking annoying to hear but it is so true like any manifestation when you release your attachment to it and just focus on feeling good that's when people come through that's when the dates happen that's when that's when you're a magnet a literal magnet for people so I really want you to focus on the feeling for yourself what is it that you do that makes you feel spontaneous what is it that you do that makes you feel independent what is it that you do that makes you feel loved what is it that make you that makes you feel spoiled and really get fucking crystal clear on that and then start doing that shit if your dream partner takes you on spontaneous dates take yourself on a spontaneous date or take your bestie on a spontaneous date if your dream partner buys you flowers buy yourself the damn flowers right start embodying those values now so you set that standard you set that boundary for yourself and you set your expectations so when somebody comes into your life you've got something to match it to as well right you can go all right do they make me feel supported loved you know um sexy whatever 
No? Cool. Not a fucking vibe. Next, right? Let them out of your life. Let them go. So I really want you to focus on that feeling and starting to embody that feeling straight away. That's the first step is that. The second thing I want you to do is focus on any resistance or any blocks that you have around how you're going to meet this person, how and when. So if you are the kind of person who really idolizes rom-coms and like they're fucking brilliant, they're great, but they do nothing for our actual relationships because they're movies, guys, they're not true, um, is starting to think of like any blocks or resistances you have around how or when you're going to meet this person. Are you getting too specific on what they must, you know, they're a lawyer, they're five foot three and they earn this much money. Like you can have ideas about what you want this person to embody more of an energy and a feeling thing but are you being too restrictive are you being too too restrictive around how you're going to meet them when you're going to meet them because that is a massive energy killer it doesn't give the universe any chance to get spontaneous with how they deliver this human to your to your life you really just need to trust and have faith that when they're meant to drop in they're meant to drop in and somebody told me the best thing so when I was uh after the long-term breakup and then had my heart broken by another boy before I met Billy um I went and had my birth chart read and I said to the lady she said do you want to know anything I'm like am I destined to be alone forever (laughs) am I gonna die alone uh and she said to me girl first of all in your natal chart relationships are a huge part of how you grow and just based off like literally just us talking if you have the desire for a relationship then a relationship will come to you. You're not going to die alone. Because I have the desire for it and because I love being in relationships and I grow the most in relationships, why would the universe not give me one, right? It doesn't work that way. The universe doesn't give you a passion or a desire or an interest or something that you really want. doesn't put that in your brain as a desire and then not give it to you. It doesn't work like, like it's not trying to punish you. The universe is not trying to fucking punish you. So I just want you to remember that, um, that if you want a relationship, you're not going to die alone. Relax, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Um, And just trust in the timing of your life. If the man or woman or whoever hasn't shown up yet, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Take your focus off it and go do something else instead. Go have fun. Go work on enhancing your own fucking life. Take the swing dancing class or the pole dancing class. Go get your hair dyed and chop it off. Go travel independently. Go do the things that light you the fuck up because the more you focus on yourself, the more independent that you are, or not even independent, but the more you just work on enhancing your own life, the more of a magnet you are for the right fucking people too. And you then also set a standard to for yourself of I love my life so fucking much that it's really going to take the right person to come in for me to make room for them and that's how it should be and that's how it was with Billy I had created a life that I absolutely fucking loved I was traveling whenever I wanted to I was living in a city that I adored I'm was doing it I'm still doing these things I was doing a job that lit me up and I was just going about my life and he needed to fit into that and I needed to fit into his and we just fit literally like a jigsaw puzzle now not to say that we didn't have we didn't have to work and we still we still work in our relationship and we definitely still have blocks and and past shit that comes up in our own relationship um we spent six months apart because of a a pandemic like a whole bunch of stuff's happened so I don't want to romanticize that it's just like this perfect relationship um but from a value point of view We rarely argue about the really fucking important shit because we are on the same page. And the only way we got on the same page was because well, only way we knew we were on the same page was because before I met him, I really worked on what was the most important for me and I went out and sought it and I didn't let anything else compromise on that. And um, this is a huge thing. If you are someone who's been in a long-term relationship, you'll really, you'll be very, you'll know this very strongly that if you have compromised for a really fucking long time, it's 
really obvious to you when somebody doesn't fit your new version of yourself, right? It's really, really obvious and you're way less likely to compromise because you've been there before and you're like, fuck that shit. Like I'm not going to sit in another six year relationship doing shit I don't want just to keep somebody else happy. And at the end of the day as well, guys, if you are an energetic mismatch for somebody, if your values are misaligned and you're just going along with it for the sake of it, because it's easier to go along with something that it is to have the audacity and confidence to go, you know what, this isn't working. You're doing a disservice, not just to you, but to that person as well, because you are not a match. You're not going to fit. And it's better to rip the bandaid off earlier if you realize that there's some red flags and you're like you know what this really compromises on a massive value of mine at some point the bubble will burst and shit will hit the fan and wouldn't you rather that like happen really really early so it's a little bubble and a little shit in the fan (laughs) rather than something fucking enormous like do the other person a solid as well and have the audacity to go you know what i don't think that we're an energetic match So there's obviously so much that could be said about relationships, but if you're someone who's just trying to get back out there at the moment, um, the two biggest things that I can tell you is don't cock block the universe in the sense of don't tell it how you have to meet this person. Be open to meeting them online. Be open to meeting them at, at places. Be open to meeting them wherever the universe decides to deliver them to you and to get really crystal clear on what your values are and what's important to you and don't fucking compromise on it. Don't compromise on it. There are plenty more fish in the sea. There are plenty more people out there who will be that right match for you and every time you say no and every time you assert a boundary you get clearer and clearer on the right person for you and one day you'll be in this relationship and you'll look back and go fuck I'm so glad it didn't work out with that person and you'll understand why it never worked out with somebody before and I love that line so much like you know eventually you're with somebody and you'll understand why it never worked with anyone before And also, I just want to say that that can take some time in your relationship too. Like, I think the whole um, love at first sight is a massive crock of shit. I think that um, trusting in sparks is a whole crock of shit as well. Like, oh my God, we had this amazing spark. Um, I actually read somewhere that having that is a um, red flag response of your body being like, "Mm -mm, not a good vibe, not a good vibe, hun. Um, (laughs) When you were with the right person, I honestly believe that things should feel quite neutral borderline boring to be honest like they're still amazing great fun and stuff but there's no fucking games there's no arguments over dumb shit there's no he texted me an hour ago should I text him an hour later it it should just be quite easy it should be easy it shouldn't be a game it shouldn't be a fight it shouldn't be any of this fucking mad shit that you see in um movies and tv shows guys tv and movies would be so boring if relationships were like neutral and easy they would be so fucking boring we wouldn't watch them there's a reason why they're chaotic um And it has done like TV and stuff has done a massive disservice to our opinion and our expectations of relationships. But I just want you to remember that that's all like fiction. It's not fucking real. Um, And yeah, it can feel when you meet somebody and you click and and your values click and you're not compromising, it can sometimes feel a bit like, I hate the word boring because it's not, but it is kind of boring. It feels neutral. It just feels easy. And you're like, oh. Well, this makes sense. And some people do have that crazy, like, oh my God, he's the one, it's amazing and it works out. But from previous experience, every time I've had this feeling, it hasn't worked out. Every time I've been like, holy fuck, he's the one. And every time I've got really anxious and nervous around them and like, don't act like myself, he's been not the one, hun. He's been not the one. Um, 
So I just want you to like to remember that as well. Uh, I just want to end this podcast as well with a really great recommendation, which is the book Higher Love by Jordana Levin. Everyone I have recommended this book to has absolutely loved it. She is a queen. Uh, The book is phenomenal and I really do recommend it if you are looking for love. But I hope this podcast has given you a bit of insight as to how I called my man in um, and more importantly, how I worked on myself first and how I got myself to um, a place where I was really happy with me before I welcomed somebody into my life. Um, I do really hope it helps. But if you have any questions or any follow-up things um, that you need me to clarify on another podcast, hit me up. I don't speak about relationships very often. um, And this is mainly, you know, what is, it's my experience in this domain, but I do hope you've at least taken something away from listening today. Um, Sending you lots of love. A reminder, you will not die alone. (laughs) Don't worry. You are destined for love. You will find your person and it will all make sense. And you'll remember this podcast. You'll be like, oh my God, Gabby was right. Um, So yes, thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you have a lovely day, night and week, wherever you are. And I'll speak to you soon.